0: Today
1: with Joe Nash on Live 95. The Limerick and Irish people have been showing their support to Ukraine over the past few days after the awful invasion from Russia. And Limerick man, Kieran McConville, has been working on the borders to help. And he joins me on the line now. Good morning to you, uh, Kieran. How are you doing? Morning, Joe. I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. So, where have you been then in recent days?
0: Uh, over the past uh, week Joe I, I'm here with um, accompanying an emergency response team from concern uh, so I have been down to the border crossings in Slovakia uh, Hungary and here in Poland and my colleagues have also been to Moldova and to Romania uh, to the various different crossings it's it's part of an assessment which is um, something that we always do in an in an emergency situation like this uh, you really have to try and get the lay of the land, see what's going on, um, meet all the various different people that you can work with
1: uh, and figure out a plan, which is uh, what's been going on here. Paint a picture for us then of what you've been seeing, Karen.
0: I mean, it's it's a massive flow of humanity. Uh, Joe, it's, it's, it's really quite stunning. Even I'm just back in Krakow briefly here in Poland today and to see you know, large numbers of essentially refugees walking the streets of a major European city. Um, you know, it's starting to snow here. Uh, you have women and children looking for places to go. Uh, it's 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 quite a it's quite a stunning development. Uh, at the borders, people have been coming across with you know very traumatic stories. I've spoken to a lot of people, you know, who have spent three, four, five days. Crossing Ukraine by various different means uh, and you know some of the things that they've they've witnessed and had to go through are pretty pretty horrendous. I spoke to a family who came from the Donbass, which is over in the very east of the country um and you know, like a lot of people, they had no intention of of leaving and honestly it's amazing the number of people who say that they were taken by surprise. you know we all heard the warnings in advance, but almost nobody seemed to believe that this was going to happen. Um, So, you know, they had planned to stay, but literally bombs were falling all around them. They spent days below ground uh, and eventually just decided that there was nothing they could do but leave and they left everything. And this this is the thing you're seeing. People are coming with, you know, backpacks, suitcases, and if you can imagine yourself just putting what you can take into a bag, and leaving everything behind is obviously hugely, hugely traumatic. Um, the, the reception that people have received on the borders uh, is, is very impressive. You know, the local organizations and governments have been really great at, at uh, setting up reception centers. People have provided warm clothes and, and food. And to be honest, up until a couple of days ago, most of the people who were coming across, you know, where people who had the means to move and who have places to go. Uh, huge Ukrainian diaspora in Europe, even here in Poland. Um, so, you know, that has absorbed a lot of people. People have connections, family places to go. What we're starting to see now is uh, a lot of people who are, you know, forced um, by the conflict to go who do not have uh, those sort of reserves. So that's, that's the big worry now.
1: Yeah, we're chatting to Limerick man Kieran McConville, who is uh, on the borders there with concern. So, w- what is the aim then? I mean, will you eventually move into Ukraine? Yes, that's the
0: that's the intention. We are already supporting um, an organisation that works uh, inside Ukraine, and we will be moving in there shortly uh, in the next couple of days because um, that is you know, where, where the greatest need is. I, I mean, not to say that there is not need outside the borders, but for now that's being covered. So what we want to do is direct, you know, our attentions to, um, inside, uh, inside Ukraine itself. There's, there's a lot of people on the move. Um, and we want to try to help them working in an active conflict zone is, uh, as you can imagine, very complicated, um, so you know there's a there's a lot of logistics and preparation involved, but there there are organizations that we have partnerships with and who we can work with, so that that does make it easy um, and easier uh so yeah the inside Ukraine is where our focus is at the moment.
1: Yes, because, uh, you know, a population of over 40 million in Ukraine, which means that even though there are, it's estimated, millions on the move as refugees, and many of whom will end up here in Ireland, um, there are so many millions more who need help within the country. But as you say, it's terrifically difficult. And I presume, Kieran, the experience of organisations like Concern uh, really uh, do come into their own in, in this situation. Well, this is it.
0: You know, um, the context is obviously uh, different from a lot of the crises that we would have worked in 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 various places over the years. But essentially, a lot of, you know, what happens is the same in terms of coordination, logistics. You need to make sure that you're reaching the right people. Um, You need to make sure that you're spending the money wisely because the you know people have been incredibly generous uh in, in terms of donating to the crisis so uh you know you have to be wise about that concern has always got to focus on uh you know people who are most vulnerable uh, the uh, in the countryside um in in parts of ukraine people are starting to feel a lot of pressure in terms of availability of basic needs, you know, the the cities to a certain extent. And obviously there are cities in the east that are um, in a really bad way. But uh, there are people all over the country in in smaller towns and villages who are starting to struggle. um, And, you know, that's that's going to be a focus as well. But basically, we're trying to target the people who are most vulnerable. We have logisticians. We have uh, people who are experienced in things like psychosocial uh, support, which you know for people who have suffered trauma is really important um, There are a lot of women and children uh on on the move or who are fending for themselves, and that leaves them somewhat exposed and vulnerable you know we've we've seen you know how bad things can happen in relation to trafficking and that sort of stuff so also Providing protection and safe spaces for, for people like that is, is, uh, is also a priority.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is a great point, isn't it? That it's one of the fears here that there will be people, criminals and others who will try and exploit the fact that there are women and children traveling on their own and sometimes entirely separately. I mean, we've seen images of young children turning up at borders and, you know, if they're lucky, they end up with people doing the right thing. But the truth is there are also people trying to do the wrong thing. Absolutely. And it's, you
0: know, it's very apparent and pe- people who are moving, you know, who may have some few reserves in terms of, of cash and, and when that starts to run out, then you're entirely at the, the mercy of other people. Uh, and, you know, that just makes makes people really, really vulnerable. So, you know, obviously, there are systems in place to try to intercept people at the border, you know, um, and make sure that they're okay, that they have somewhere to go. Um, but it's it, it is a huge concern in, in, in a conflict like this, and we, you know we've seen it everywhere, um, wherever it may be, uh, whether it's it's in South Sudan or in Myanmar. You know, the 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 context might be different, but a lot of these challenges are the same.
1: All right. And finally, for now, Kieran McConville, um, you're well placed to answer this one. People are feeling pain and feeling the pinch here at home, uh, coming out of COVID, obviously. And now we're seeing prices at the pumps and other worries and other concerns. You know well that we have housing issues here, et cetera, et cetera. And not all, but some of the people who've contacted us over the last few days are saying, oh, you know, we have our own problems um, here. But, but the scale is utterly different, isn't it? The the scale is, is huge. Uh,
0: you know, over 2 million people so far and, you know, a lot more people uh, on the move. But obviously, you know, there is... There are huge challenges at home um, and there are a lot of demands on people's time. And also, Joe, uh, just to say that, you know, there are other very serious crises happening elsewhere in the world um from which we may you know the the public eye may be distracted but in the horn of africa there is you know um they are on the doorstep of famine Mm and afghanistan So there are all of these things happening and you know we appreciate that everybody has demands on on their time and resources but you know it's the old phrase every little every little count so you know any, anything that anybody can do for any of the organizations that are um that are working you know will will be useful uh you know that we we are very conscious of spending the money wisely and effectively so um you know but yes we we definitely understand the pressures that people are under
1: all right Kieran McConville thank you very much for talking to us this morning um, it seems inadequate to say take care of yourself but do your best anyway and uh, we um, wish you well and you and your colleagues with concern the other aid organisations from Ireland and around the world helping there and uh, we hope to uh, touch base with you again um, thanks so much for talking to us thanks Joe call Limerick today now on 46 It's not just the stranger in the dark alley after midnight.